Welcome to the Coach's Nook, your weekly boost of coaching caffeine. I'm Anna Maria. I'm Vicenta. We are two certified professional coaches who are passionate about helping people move towards the life that they want to lead. Every episode, we'll be sharing practical tools and techniques that are easy enough to implement right away so you can experience the impact of coaching for yourself. Grab your favorite drink and join us for the conversation. Marilyn Rose is a certified transitional life leadership and registered ICF mentor coach with a PCC credential from the International Coach Federation. She is also an energy leadership master practitioner, core dynamics leadership and transition specialist obtained from the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching known as IPEC. Marilyn is dedicated to assisting individuals, coaches, and teams reach and sustain their highest possible level of excellence and effectiveness while achieving success and happiness in all areas of life. Her specialties lie in the area of human potential, emotional management, leadership, and mastery by supporting her clients uncover and shift any blind spots standing in their way of their trust, self, and potential. Marilyn's experience spans over 25 years, working as a social worker in a leadership role in the nonprofit sector where she focused on team building, leadership training, personal and mindset growth, enabling her clients and staff to lead and empower their own lives while inspiring others to do the same. A great big welcome, Marilyn. Woo, Marilyn. Thank you all so much. I am ecstatic to be here with you two, who I love so much. Oh, and we love you, Marilyn. And it's a funny story. You've had a life coach workshop for, I think it's about five years now. And Anna Maria and I, although we're from Toronto, we first met you through one of your workshop meetings back in March. And uh, we were both surprised where, you know, we look at each other and we say, oh my gosh, you're here. Oh yeah, I'm here. Oh, you're here. <laughs> and, um, and then we just fell in love with you, Marilyn. We, we just are your biggest fans and we're so happy and grateful that you're here. What we learned from the Life Coach Workshop is that you are so welcoming and the impact you have on the whole coaching community is just so wonderful. You're so generous with your time. You've taught Canva, how to do Canva. You've had lessons on core competencies. You've even provided workspaces on Tuesday mornings for people to come and just do their work. You've also brought guests and especially your business partner, Al Cronin, uh, mentor coach. You've done boot camps. I mean, the the level of, of grace and generosity that you've brought to our coaching community has just been priceless. So thank you so much for being here, Marilyn. 
What, what an introduction. Well, first of all, thank you so much too. And as they say, you know, we are all like learners and teachers. And I, I always say like meeting people like you connecting to this like-mindedness, to this kind of energy that of people that want to continue to grow where there's like these spaces of safety that we can really be ourselves. It, it inspires me. I always say I, I attribute any success that I've had to my continued coaching to people like you, to coaches like you and to human beings like you. So thank you so much. And it's truly an honor. We are so grateful that you are here. I second that. Let's get right into it and let's ask the first question. So how would you describe what a life coach does? Yeah. You know, it's interesting coming from my background being in, in social work and working in the nonprofit, I never realized that there would be so many empowering differences. And for me specifically, being in kind of the space of fixing, being the resource or the expert, making referrals and things like that. Coaching, the first thing that comes up for me is coaching isn't about me. It's not about my expertise. It's about drawing from the coachee, our clients, because, um, and that's what makes a difference. So it's not having to do anything. It's not about me. So, you know, what might have worked for me and where I would share that and even the guidelines of being a social worker, what I would share with others, coaching is about helping our clients to find what is optimal for them. I always look at it as a really great coach helps their clients to find their own personal success formula and how to do that. So what we do with that is we help them to identify those things in life, their strengths, any limitations or thoughts or messages that might be getting in the way of completely 100% being their greatest self in any moment. So we help to determine that so that we can help them find out who they are and actually the strategies and then being that and executing their most um, optimal selves. So in essence, for me, it's really about authenticity. It's really helping clients to clarify who they've become based on their filters that they've developed and then to identify what might be some of the messages I've taken on that might feel true for me, but is not necessarily the truth. And once we get to that place, through values assessment, through what we all do, the energy leadership assessment, we can help our clients to uh, determine where they want to go, not from a fear-driven place, yet from a conscious-driven place. And that's the difference, right? I'm not checking off the boxes like coaching does, help accountability. I'm not checking them off because I feel like I have to, or I should, or that'll help me to gain the approval of somebody else. I'm doing this from a soul driven place. So it becomes more effortless. So there are so many other different areas to tap into, but that stands out most for me, Vicenta, as far as what coaching is to me and part of what coaching is. Yeah. 
I love that, Marilyn. It, you know, what, when you said that authenticity came out and the authenticity of the client, not necessarily of the coach. I mean, obviously we do want to be authentic, but when giving permission to the client to be authentic and finding what it is they love and their values and, oh, that just so resonates with me. Yeah, and I'm so glad you brought that up too, because one of the other differences is it really is, coaching really is a partnership. It's collaborative. And when we're talking about authenticity, when coaches have done their work themselves, right, we can be in that space of presence and transparency. And in that, it inspires the safety and trust for our clients to be there as well. So beautiful. Yes. And through our workshops, you speak so much about providing that safe space for your clients and how powerful that is. And that's really important as coaches that we do that for our clients and you do it so well. Thank you. You're welcome. You all, <laughs> you both. <laughs> and I'm gonna ask you, what led you to life coaching? Uh. Let's say I'm going to try to shorten this story, right? Because I feel like my whole life led me to life coaching. You know, I think so. So, what the moment, that pivotal moment, was one day. I guess it's seven or six or seven years ago today. I start losing track of time. I was a social worker and I was working in the nonprofit running residential services in mental health, a field I'm really passionate about and just kind of a shout out because it's mental health awareness month. That is the work that I had done. And what started to happen is there started to be a disconnect from why I was there in the first place to what I was in alignment with. So even uh, in a leadership role, there. I still would do book clubs. Like there was always connection to people. It's one of my values. And eventually what started to happen with managed care was that it wasn't about the people for my job. It became more about the bureaucracy and being on the computer and, you know, see what is affordable. So it wasn't about what would support it was a matter of what was allowed. And sometimes it became a point where there was no longer supporting anymore. And it felt like a real disconnect for me. Added to that was, you know, I raised my boys. I'm a single mom of two sets of twin boys and um, they are now 23 and 26. But that moment of transition, they were, my younger twins were juniors in high school and my older twins were 20. One was at college, one was still home. Uh, no, one was in the Marines. Yeah, he left for the Marines. My younger twins started driving and I remember waking up one day and I was no longer myself. I didn't even know who I was. As a matter of fact, I was so worried about them driving and it was an indication. I'm like, after all these years of raising them, being in alignment to what mattered most, this is not the way I want them to remember me. I wasn't sleeping. I had a phone 24 hours a day. I was woken up by incidents every day. So that next day, that moment that I had that, oh my gosh, I don't even recognize myself anymore. I went and sat with a woman from HR who I love to all you HR people. Yes, 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 Anna Maria. I, I want to reach out to her soon because she was a lifesaver because I didn't go in there 
trying to find a way out. As a matter of fact, I didn't feel like there was a way out because I was a single mom of two sets of twin boys. How could I even consider working 70 hours a week? I didn't have the time to even look for a job. So it was one of these moments where, you know how all of a sudden tears just start, as soon as you open your mouth, <laughs> tears started flowing. And I knew her, so I felt safe with her. And she turned around her computer. She told me to sit down and she said, Marilyn, your mental health is worth more than any job. Let me show you how you can take some time for yourself. And I did, I, I left. I, I took six months off Well, I never went back. And in that time I found IPEC. I ended up selling my home where I raised my boys, moving into my parents' home with my boys. And then I went to IPEC, sold everything. It was this fresh start. The weights were lifted. And I went to IPEC, the training program that we all went through and haven't looked back since. So yeah, I've been coaching ever since. That's how I got into life coaching. <laughs> wow, what a powerful story. Congratulations, that transition. And it must have been scary for you when you were going through all of that. But wow, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. It was a mixed bag, right? Lots mm -hmm. of different emotions. For sure. For me, it's so inspirational that you were just able to let go of everything and, and start fresh. That's incredible. Was there a particular moment when you knew you made the right choice. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, as soon as I spoke to an admissions coach from IPEC, he's no longer there, Ryan. Yeah, I'm blank on his last name. It was interesting. That was my first like, you know, moment of excitement because it was kind of the first time I was being coached. You know, he, he wasn't coaching me to join. He was helping me to make a decision coming from myself. So it was, not a hard sell. It wasn't even a soft sell. It was the exploration and what mattered to me. So that's where it started. I had had about four conversations with him and, you know, to top it off, it was my first day in module one. Again, I thought I was going there to be certified. I had no idea the transformation I would feel for myself from the inside out. So yeah, not only was it this new career, I really, after 30 hours that weekend, life was never the same. And it sounds really, how can one weekend, but it's true. Some of um, what I thought to be true about my life and my role as someone who served others and fixed others, all of a sudden I learned that there was another way um, to not take on the pains and the energy and really be tied to fixing something. So I experienced whether raising my kids or, you know, with the work that I did, a lot of pain, a lot of weight that I carried and learning the strategies that I was going to help my clients with. But first of all, learning them on myself, I knew I was at home and I, I wasn't going back anywhere. Yeah, that was the moment. Mod one weekend was really clinched the deal. And I actually started coaching and building from after that weekend. Yeah, I never went back to work. That is so incredible. I think for me, it was the same. That transformation, that first weekend was transformational. And uh, wow, so powerful, such a powerful testimony. 
Well, Vicenta, I'm just like curious for you. What was your expectation in going in? And then what were you most surprised of, like the greatest insight or impact for you that weekend? Well, thank you for asking. I think for me, it's it's what you found out. People don't need fixing. They've got the answers, you know, and most of my life, I I was helping people figure it out, but usually through advice mm -hmm. and that freedom, that sense of liberation that, hey, people do have it figured out. They just need maybe a different way of looking at things, maybe a different question to ask, you know, the power in the question. And uh, yeah, that was powerful. Knowing that I did not have to fix someone. They had it all within, just as I had it within me. That was really amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that, that's great. I remember that weekend. It was so powerful. And I went back to my HR job the following Monday and I said, hmm, is this where I really want to be in like the HR corporate world? And I knew I loved the coaching part of HR. That's where I got my most satisfaction. And it just, it felt so wonderful to be able to say, hey, I can coach i have what it takes to coach it turned my future around that's how powerful it was that first weekend i i absolutely like love that and you know what really excites me talking about our stories that weekend is after we're coaching for this a period of time we our clients experience it that same transformation, that's what's so beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. we, we, get to, we get to just, you know, partner with people to find out those things as well, those things that excited us so much that we never expected, yeah. So Marilyn, what is your niche and how did you choose it? Yeah, no oh boy, this is a hot topic. So, you know, I when I was in IPEC, I created a website. It was my first weekend. I, I didn't create my website the first weekend, but between modules one and two, I created Parenting with Peace. Um, because I was a single mom with two sets of twins, I had this idea that I would help people, help them to really navigate parenting in a way that where they're reconciliating, you know, the good, bad, right, wrong, and navigating emotions in such a way that they would actually be so inspiring and impactful for their own families. But that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what happened. You know why? Because for me, you know, when I started coaching, I guess that mother, just like myself, was so busy just really getting by. And, you know, that they weren't pausing at that place. So I started just coaching energy leadership. So my joke is that I coach millennials and midlifers and everyone in between, you know, including coaches as well. It's the, what I do, the niche is really about the power of what happens behind the goal, right? So what is it when individuals who really know what they want to do, but something's getting in the way of succeeding or achieving what they already know, you know? So it's, it's that work behind, which is why as coaches, when we learn this work and we continue to study emotional management, intelligent energy behind the things that we're doing, we help people to identify that, to uncover, to unleash their voices. And therefore 
engagement in achieving their goals starts to really bring excitement because we start to really align with their strengths and this effortlessness starts to happen because it's no longer because someone else said I should do this. This is who I am. This is what I want. And now I'm excited. I have clarity. So that's my niche. I am a transitional life and leadership coach and mentor coach because I'm really passionate about transitions and the way we navigate them. You know, the truth of the matter is, right, guys, you both know that we are in every moment we're transitioning, whether we're aware of it or not, we're speaking to ourselves in every moment, making decisions in every moment that's either supporting us or not limiting us. So that is the work that I am really passionate about so that the accountability, the creation, the leadership starts to become a part of, you know, we love this definition of leadership where whether I'm working with someone in corporate, it doesn't matter who I'm working with to really embody the idea that leadership is who we are. All of us are leaders. The question is how well are we leading? How well do we inspire ourselves, motivate ourselves towards change, therefore inspiring whoever is around us organically? So, right, we're coaching from the inside out, core energy coaching. I love that. Absolutely. You can't bring your client to where they want to go unless you've been there as a coach, as they say. It's pretty amazing. And, you know, when we're talking about the mentor aspect of what I do and why it's been this like natural transition into that aspect, the mentoring, there's something about this value, the International Coaching Federation that I think even when I was in IPAC, there was something about it that I valued continued learning. And when we were under an umbrella, maybe because I was a social worker and I hear the words ethics and, you know, there's no licensing with coaching today. So anybody can print a certification for even a two hour training. So there's something about the continued learning that I have a value for myself to learn as well, that the competencies that I follow, it's not just about following rules, it's about belief in, you know, it's about belief that we become better coaches when we continue to embody that coach's mindset. And what does that mean? So the passion about working with coaches to start letting go of the rules. The more we let go, the more presence we have with our clients, which the more presence we have, the less judgment we have about all emotions, the more space we're able um, to give our clients to just be, to explore, to feel, you know? So that's just that other love I have in the coaching, coaching in itself. Yes, absolutely. What an inspiration you are. And you bring that out in every interaction and in every space you're in. And we're all blessed by that. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And speaking of inspiration, what would your best advice for new coaches starting out, what, what advice would that be? Yeah. So I don't even know if it, well, yeah, well, we can call it advice if we want, but something that really has changed my life is just this realization that every step of the process is useful. 
our struggles, the pains, our fears, the messy, the awkwardness, it's all part of our growth. And, you know, sometimes when people are trying to market these quick fixes to things. You just became a coach and you have this program and there's like this fear around it. It doesn't have to be quick fixes. Our growth is part of our journey in life itself. So that wherever you are in this journey, whatever pains you're feeling, to just learn from it, to, you know, what do they say? Slow and steady wins the race. I really believe in that. And I think that's how we learn and grow in life. And that's where sustainability and lasting change happens when we, we have the we're taking time to notice what's going on what's triggering me you know what went on in that session what worked well in that session what's another question I might have asked to just really open up to be able to coach ourselves as well that we look at curiosity is not just a coaching skill but the master level when we're looking at core competencies in the ICF what makes a master coach is embodying curiosity not because I just ask questions because that's what we're supposed to ask is good questions the difference of a master coach is they're no longer thinking it becomes this effortlessness as a saying doing is work right so when we're new coaches we are rightly so thinking of some of the strategies and we might be in our heads more but just all of that even being on our heads is okay you know at letting go, being able to notice that, let go. So I'm just going to be messy right now and start let go and let my intuition take this session. See what happens. Explore, just explore, be open. That would, that's what I would say. It's all purposeful to, you know, where you're going and who you're going to continue to be as a coach. So powerful. Wow. Thank you, Marilyn. You're welcome. Yes. And Thinking back, is there anything you would have done differently if you were to start over? Piggybacking off what I just said, I'm going to answer no right now, but I will, but that word, but for the sake of asking that question, I just would have judged less and accepted more, but I even see the judgment as part of growing, you know, and because I also identified through that judgment and through those pains where that was coming from. So if it weren't for the judgment and the hard time I gave myself, I wouldn't have learned some of those patterns and habits I've developed that are kind of really rough, sometimes really rough on myself where I would have so much grace for others. I wasn't extending that same grace to myself, but just to go with the flow, like all experiences have value, you know, and those are some of those, the things I know today that I get to live moving forward. It's like developing that mastery mindset that is not so much on the outcome, but the whole journey of the learning and what you can apply to your life based on those hiccups, maybe the judgment or whatever, being hard on ourselves that the next time we've developed this mastery. So we'll have a different outcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So my next question, Marilyn, is what would you tell people who are considering hiring a coach? Mm. 
What would I tell people? You know, what I love about, first of all, the coaching profession too, is that coaches are just as bought in to connecting to relationship than our clients. So for me, it's about connection. It's not about payment is not at the forefront, getting the client. So what I love about that is the opportunity. First of all, I would say there's an opportunity to speak to coaches. And that's what I would say, just see what it's about. I know with all of us, there's an opportunity to take an assessment, to have a complimentary session or um, a consultation session with any of these coaches and to learn more about what that process is. What I would say to people, if you are stuck, if you are stuck somewhere, if you know there's something off, you know, to say yes to yourself, to really buy into the idea of possibilities, right? So that's what I would say. If, if in any way uh, you feel, even if you feel like you're successful, but there's something blocking more success, you know, or more of something's missing, I would just encourage to reach out um, to coaches to schedule a time to just see what it's all about if you don't know. There is absolutely nothing to lose. So, you know, there's one thing, for someone like me, I've always kind of found places in the middle, you know, but I have learned, you know, Marilyn, let your yes be yes and your no be no. So much of what's in between has kind of kept me tolerating in life, which is why I was probably 52, 53 uh, for me when the floor dropped, you know, kind of ignoring those calls, you know, all of a sudden I really was about to drop to the ground in a sense of just being powerless, feeling powerless in my own life. So yeah, sometimes it's just saying yes, you know, there is saying yes to yourself is that first place to start. So powerful, my goodness. Yes, thank you for that. My next question, Marilyn, is out of all the tools and techniques we use as life coaches, which one do you find to be the most powerful or your go-to? Uh, boy, there's so, so many. But, you know, I, I think some of the tools that address internal blocks. So, right, for those of you who are just hearing this kind of even language for the first time, and an external block would be, you know, something that renders us powerless a decision, something that's happened that's outside of our scope of influence, like COVID, like what's happened with jobs and things like that. So that would be kind of like an external block, right? An internal block would be more about us, assumptions that we make, li limiting beliefs that we might have about something, interpretations that we might make. So we believe something to be true, but sometimes how true is it really? So any of the tools, which there's a few of them, the energy leadership assessment is my go-to tool. It's the first thing, my first engagement with clients that I work with. That's that first step into what is the energy behind the things I'm doing? What filters based on my life experiences have I developed and which ones might be helping me and then and serving me and which ones might be limiting me? So the energy leadership assessment and then Bar none, values, you know, values to me is another 
place very early on in my coaching engagement, and I know you guys are all about values too and values assessments is helping clients to identify what are the things that set their souls on fire. We often don't look at that. You know, we often don't look at what matters most to us. So before helping someone determine their goal, let's determine what I love first, what sets my soul on fire first. And so just initially, that just is what comes up, which is why I start my coaching agreements with that. And there's so many other phenomenal tools that are just practical, helping people get from the place of awareness to actually sustainability. You know, there's nothing more frustrating for people than awareness without action. I know what's true, what is getting in the way of doing what I know to be true. Coaching and the coaching tools help our clients to take that awareness towards action and then towards a sustainability. So now I don't even have to think this way. Now I speak to myself in a way that identifies, moves, accepts, and then responds as opposed to reacting. Yeah, so powerful that response instead of reaction. And that's something I found that I realized through my training and as I coach my clients that, hey, I used to really react before. Now I am aware of it and I'm consciously choosing to respond. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Because I, I like so many people and what you just said, Anna Maria, it's like, it's almost like this is who I am, just emotional or I'm just this, you know, and then to really find out we're all of it and we get to choose, we get to access that analytical part of our brain. We get to tap into our gut and our intuition. And we also get to identify our emotions and where we feel things in our bodies so that we can make the best decisions, not tied to the outcome because we can't predict the future, right? So we help our clients to make, and ourselves in these processes to make the best decisions in any given time. And then if it doesn't go the way we really desire it to, we learn from that. And we kind of flow through life differently than just feel a roadblock. And it's pretty powerful to live life with those, that, that new way of looking, shifting those paradigms, you know? And yeah, so we believe it now, you know, once we have really lived this as coaches, there's a buy-in, we believe it. And that's, that's where passion comes from, you know, cause yeah. Absolutely. Oh, oh my goodness, Marilyn. I could listen to you all afternoon, but we're, <laughs> we've got to stop at some point, right? So we're getting near to the end of our time together, which I'm absolutely loving. Anything you would like to share that we may not have asked? There is like this, I don't know why this spurred up with me right now, but there, there's this one, it's not really even a quote, but it was a question. I created a graphic and it says, what if we obsessed about everything we loved about ourselves? And I guess just like lastly, when, when we leave from that place of acceptance of grace, we really can create, you know, different way, right? When we love ourselves, when we identify, when we realize that some of the things we might not be doing that we're really shaming ourselves about, 
when we start to identify the reasons, the fear, how the brain works, you know, how the brain works, that the brain actually wants to protect us. All of a sudden we can take this pause and say, ah, oh, that makes perfect sense. But yet we can choose. You are greater. We are greater. All of us are greater than we think we are. And you know, when we pay attention to that, when we say yes to ourselves, when we say yes to leading from those places, and then you know what, if something, we feel a weakness in an area that we want to do, that we can take steps forward in anything that our heart desires. But also, even when there might be blocks to certain things, we get to call how we want to show up. So that is just the key, is just learning what emotions do I want to feel, like, you know, even doing something I don't like. Let's just say my taxes. You know, I did that recently. <laughs> I did my taxes. I'm like, I hate doing my taxes. Hate's a strong word. So Marilyn, what emotion do you want to lean into for this next two hours? And then I said, peace. So I'm like, okay, so what are some of those thoughts that you, you know, that you can let go of right now, you know? And then which one, what thoughts can you lean into? And I was leaning into more things like in two hours, this is going to be done, you know? And uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Wow. That is so great. Thank you. You're welcome. And now we're nearing the end. It's been such a great time with you, Marilyn. And as Vicenta said, things do have to come to an end. So before we end, Vicenta and I always like to end the episode with a quote. Would you do us the honor of ending this episode with one of your favorite quotes? Yes, I'm wondering if you guys ever had it on an episode because I think it's a favorite of a lot of individuals that have a foundation principle that came from IPEC. But, you know, for me, it's been a life changer. It's actually been a quote that really helps me to be in the present, to choose. And I believe you guys know what it is right now, but every moment, every moment describes who we are and gives us the opportunity to decide who we want to be. So that is just really powerful. Every moment does describe our life, what brought us to this very moment. When we're hard on ourselves and we say, I should know this, I should have done this. You know, we have what we've experienced and we get to choose how we want to experience the next moment, this day, tomorrow. And uh, that's pretty powerful for me and I uh, hope it is for you as well. Very Thank powerful. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you. Thank you for having me guys. It's really been a pleasure hanging out with you guys. Thank you. so much for listening to the coach's nook with me anna maria and me vicenta if you liked what you heard please hit subscribe and share it with your family and friends and if you want more information or to schedule a private coaching session with either one of us please check the show notes on how to reach us we'd love to hear from you remember Never lose sight of where you want to be, which leads me to a quote from
from an unknown author that we both love. Hold the vision, trust the process. Until next time.